0: Welcome to Inspired Edinburgh. Powerful conversations helping you reconnect with your purpose. I'm Elliot Reeves and my guest today is Martin Georgiev. Martin, you're an entrepreneur, rocket scientist and super connector. I'm impressed. You're also founder of Charmfinity, creating the life you want by using proven principles of success and happiness. You've been mentored by Jimmy Narain and Peter Sage. You're an interviewer and have multiple courses on motivation and success on online learning platform Udemy. Martin, it's amazing to have you here. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me, man. You're absolutely welcome. Yeah. Absolutely welcome. Uh, It was great to spend time with you uh, last night and find out a bit more about you. So, yeah, um, yeah, I've loved it. Me too. So, it would be great if we could start, I suppose, by... um, finding out a bit more about you, who you really are and the things that that I suppose drive you and uh, and yeah. Okay,
1: all right, Uh, well where should I start? Where I was born? I was born in Bulgaria Mm -hmm. in a very small city and uh, I grew up there, about 10,000 people living there and everybody knew each other and um, my sister went to university and she studied Chinese. Really? Yes. And then uh, she decided that she's gonna go to China mm-hmm. to study there, and for me, coming from a small town, this was like, wow! Like, I couldn't even like imagine like my sister speaking Chinese going abroad.
0: Yeah. yeah. So
1: suddenly, <laughs> my let's say spectrum of possibilities kind of like became bigger. Definitely. Uh, it, like stretched my mind, um, and one day I found this blog. It was uh, written by a Bulgarian guy. And he was studying aerospace engineering. I just graduated from high school. I didn't know what to want to do. And he was writing about, um, you know, building Formula One cars, airplanes, rockets. And I thought, wow, (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know that there is people doing that, you know? I didn't know that there are people who are studying that. And uh, I decided that I want to go and study aerospace engineering. And Mm -hmm. I went to the Netherlands, uh, in Holland, to study aerospace engineering and uh, i did that and i realized that it's not really for me (laughs) (laughs) but it was great it was a great experience because um, i was challenged a lot i had to study a lot uh, and get tested about everything in life and um and after that i went to work as a strategic consultant i did an internship in amsterdam Mm -hmm. this was basically The thing that everybody wanted to to do after it if you were like you had technical background and you were kind of social like me um people go to do this career after their masters okay and i wanted to test it out before i do a two-year master degree i wanted to test it out if i like it Mm -hmm. and i went there and it was a great career i mean uh, you get a lot of opportunities to travel uh, to, to work to get a little different skills but i didn't really like resonate with the environment you know okay yeah so i thought hmm what what next what next and i saw this guy Jimmy Lorraine. Okay. Uh, he was traveling around the world and he was making video courses mm-hmm. and i mean i thought wow there's people doing that traveling full time and uh, inspiring other people and i thought this is what i want to do as well mm. And uh, yeah, I mean, I told you the story, but I, I put Jimmy on my wallpaper on my <laughs> computer, <laughs> <laughs> and every day when I wake up, I just open it up and uh, and just remind me that there is like a different lifestyle mm-hmm. that I might want to try. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and then uh, this was like a, like a year and a half ago. Okay. And uh, since then, I've
0: I've been kind of like doing what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So. so how did you go about getting in touch with Jimmy then? What were the steps that you took uh, to approach yeah. him? Yeah, it was, uh, it was interesting because for me, uh,
1: whatever I did in my life, like let's say, when I was growing up, I was breakdancing. I break danced for 10 years. Mm-hmm. This was kind of like my hobby. <laughs> I had my breakdance crew. Uh, we used to travel, we used to do competitions. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was one guy, and he lived in Bulgaria, in Sofia, in the capital, mm-hmm. and he was like the best breakdancer in Bulgaria. And when I realized, like, this guy is the best break dancer, um, I want to connect with him. I want to learn how, because if you're doing something, I believe that you should go and find the people who are already doing it. They're good at it. They've done all the mistakes and learn from them. So I did that with the break dance and um, this guy, b Fuego he became my mentor. And, like, I, I was with him for a couple of years. And the five years that I, I was dancing without his supervision, Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't progress much. And once I was hanging out with him, um, yeah, I mean, he can teach me so much faster and I, I progress so much quicker. Mm-hmm. And I thought that I have to do the same with thing with Jimmy. Like, uh, yes, I can try to make these online courses and I can, uh, you know, experiment everything by myself. Mm-hmm. But I thought it's much better if I can actually have a conversation with him and become friends with him. Yeah. And he can show me everything, mm-hmm. how he's doing it, and all the mistakes that he did. <laughs> so, this became kind of like my obsession. And uh, I have those obsessions, they come and go. <laughs> and my obsession was to connect with Jimmy. And um, yeah, I mean, he had at that time 40,000 students online. Wow. So, I tried the traditional way to just write him an email. I don't think he ever saw it. You know, I, saw, I wrote him on Facebook, on YouTube, everywhere, mm-hmm. no connection but i thought no i have to just keep on being persistent and just show that i really you know i'm different than the other four thousand people and how do you do that you take action and those people those people really respect that because they see oh he's actually applying what i teach because Jimmy is a teacher Mm -hmm. he makes videos where he's teaching people what to do and i want to show him man i'm really listening to what you're saying and i want to apply that yeah. And I think if you want to be a good mentee to somebody, this is like the first step. Really listen what they do um, and try to apply it. So I think suddenly here you are seeing like this guy, Martin, is making videos. I made a couple of courses and uh, I was commenting on his posts. So he, he responded on that and I was like, great, hmm. we're coming closer. Mm-hmm. But we're still haven't met each other. We haven't had a conversation. So I thought, what, what, what else can I do? And this is maybe something that is useful for everybody who is watching this if you want to have a great mentor try to find out who are they hanging out with you know because sometimes their friends or their social circle Mm -hmm. are not going to be so famous or so successful as this particular person Mm. and um, i got in touch with his friends I, i could see on facebook who are his friends and i saw that they're going to a mastermind trip in greece And I wrote them and I said, can I come with you guys, Uh, kind of? And uh, it was a big step out of my comfort zone because Mm -hmm. I didn't know them personally. Uh, They didn't know me as well. And and I went to this trip and actually they were making an online course uh, there. Okay. so I got in touch with his friends, became friends with his friends. and, And and then, you know, Jimmy see me hanging out with his friends. He thinks, wow. I have to meet this guy Martin <laughs> because I mean he he's doing what I tell and uh, he meets my friends. So uh, we got into a fa- uh, WhatsApp group and for the first time I remember I heard his message like uh, like he recorded audio message and I remember I heard in my ear like, oh, Jimmy Ray is speaking to me. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great
0: feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So this is how it started. There's a whole story like, that's mm-hmm. brilliant. And so, you know, obviously Jimmy is a, a prolific Udemy course uh, instructor, as you say, what are some of the things that you've learned from him and how have you applied them to your yeah. own courses? Yeah. I mean,
1: Jimmy Naray is somebody who is super inspirational. Uh, he has, I think about 10 online courses on this platform called Udemy mm-hmm. and um, he has a professional movie crew. They're filming his courses mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, long story short. We became friends, we traveled, we went partying together and we lived together. We lived together for two months and we actually decided to make a course on, on exactly that topic. Because he told me, man, I have 40,000 students and you're the first one that I meet, you know, from these people and I actually become friends with. Yeah. And he said, you, you should teach other people how to do that, you know, how to become friends with your mentors. Mm-hmm. Um, because." Jimmy's charging five thousand. Um, I mean, he's charging, I think, five hundred dollars for like one hour. You know, business coaching. Yeah. And I mean, if I want business coaching from him, I have to spend I don't know how many millions to spend. You know, twenty-four hours a day, like living together with him. Yeah. But much better way is to become friends with this person, and you can hang out and you can discuss. And um, yeah, what I learned, Jimmy is incredibly good at branding. First of all. Um, how he's positioning himself on the internet. If you Google him, you think like, wow, he's a celebrity. He's a rock star. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes, so, <laughs> so I learned that he's an extremely good salesman and very, very convincing and very persuasive. And by hanging around with him, I could see like, wow, hmm. This is the way he approaches life. Um, he sees everything as a challenge. Uh, his mindset is always to challenge yourself. Mm. And yeah, I think by spending more time with him, it kind of
0: like rubs off on you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think that ties into um, the the sort of ex- you know um, law of conformity. People's lives uh, are yeah. a direct reflection of the expectations yeah, of the people. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, And incidentally, Peter Sage is another man that you've you've managed to connect with, um, yeah. which is which is absolutely amazing. So, I- you know, yeah, I think it's I think it's an amazing way of doing it, and not. Not many people that I know personally have gone specifically gone out to seek their their mentors, guidance, and uh, friendship in the, in the way that you have, hmm. and I think it's a, an amazing thing. Yeah, I mean, Peter Sage, I mean, I, I saw his videos on YouTube
1: uh, <laughs> on another show called London Rio. I saw mm-hmm. this interview with Peter Sage and I was like, wow. <laughs> Why I don't, why didn't I know about this guy before? Like, I mean, what he was saying, like he was talking about different levels of consciousness, like victim mode and how to get out of it and how Mm -hmm. to become an achiever, Mm -hmm. but then to even transcend that and become actually to live in flow. And at the time I was watching this interview, I was kind of like going through a small burnout. And the thing he was talking about really personally like resonated with me. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And he was an entrepreneur, 30 years of experience, 25 companies. And I thought, wow, I also want to be an entrepreneur. I also want to start businesses. I want to learn from Peter as well how to do that. Uh, But again, hanging out with Peter is also very expensive if you want to do it the paid way. (laughs) Uh, I think he charges about 50,000 pounds a year in order to be in his personal mastermind group. And I I didn't have this money. (laughs) And Peter is always teaching like, you don't need money, but you need a better strategy. Yeah. and uh, the, the best strategy for mentors finding mentors is really to realize what does this person need not what do I can get from him of course I can get a lot by you know learning from him and spending around time with him but the, the the biggest difference is most people approach them what can I get from Peter um, while I, I realized this is not really winning because Peter has even bigger following than Jimmy uh, I was thinking how? I can contribute value to his life because in this way, you know, if somebody comes to you at it and he says, "Wow, well, you're building this great show. <laughs> can I do the editing for you? Can I set up the cameras for you? Can I help you with the branding? Can I help you with the website? Can I help you with inviting guests? Mm-hmm. Suddenly this person will become very significant for you, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I saw that Peter is growing his online brand and I just watched one of his interviews just like interview like this and I was paying attention to where uh, Peter says that he needs something, or where, where can you help this successful person? Because everybody can be helped. Mm-hmm. And there was a moment where Peter was saying that he's growing his you know, online presence, mm-hmm. and it was with Dave Asprey. You've met him as well, right? Yes, yeah. From Bulletproof Coffee. And, <laughs> and Dave asked him, how exactly are you doing that, mm-hmm. or what's your plan? And I could see that for a second Peter is thinking, you know, most of the answers he has like boom, 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 boom. Mm. So I see, oh, maybe there is a room here I can help him. And we talked with Jimmy and Jimmy came up with a great idea that they can create a course together. And uh, I was at the right time, right moment with the right person and uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's Um, phenomenal.
0: It really is such a great story. Um, And, you know, as well as that, I've seen you interviewing um, Tim Han. And I've yeah. uh, seen you interview Don Watson, yeah. who um, was the woman that, that many people will know from uh, t- Tony Robbins' and yeah. I Am Not Your Guru. So, I mean, I think th- the thing is, watching one of your videos, you say that you've not always been a confident person. For a long time, you actually really struggled with your confidence. Yeah. Um, and, and so how have you managed to come out of your shell and overcome the social anxiety that you had, you know, in, in the past? Yeah, well this is a great
1: question, and uh, the people who know me for the last couple of years, mm-hmm. they always know me like a very social guy, you know, confident, can talk to everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I know that it is not always the case. And many people who are maybe shy or not confident, they think that this is the way they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was struggling a lot with that when I was growing up, especially as a teenager, and then after that in um, first years of university, I remember I'll go to a party or a, a social gathering and I'll feel very insecure, you know, like shy and like, and I'll have these panic attacks, like, like yes. social anxiety attacks. Like, uh, I mean, it's, it's a very, very inconvenient feeling. And the funny thing is that, uh, I haven't been having this for years because I did a lot of work and I'll tell you about it. But some of my friends just like Jimmy, mm-hmm. they didn't believe that because they have never seen me like that. and this summer actually it happened again like we were at a party and it hasn't happened for years and I got a panic attack how that feels is you feel that everybody uh, wants to attack you or um, everybody is your enemy or I cannot even talk and like very inconvenient feeling and I used Mm. to have this many many times like it will happen in social situation Mm. so I decided I have, to, I have to change that because I mean, everything like it, not only that it doesn't feel good, but imagine this happens in work. Yeah, exactly. Or you're doing business and it happens, you know, with your clients mm. and you can control it. So, I first of all, I stopped drinking. Okay. Like, I mean, I got into this pickup world and uh, they were saying that if you go out and you interact with people and you actually stop drinking because what drinking does is basically, yeah, you forget about your insecurities it's kind of like um, you stop your brain and you don't concentrate on you know mm-hmm. all the small things and you forget about all your insecurities but it's kind of like masking the
0: yeah the problem yeah, yeah
1: the masking the problem so i stopped drinking first thing and it was very yeah didn't really feel good in the first month because i was so used to when i go out to have a drink just to relax mm-hmm. and but after a month i started getting comfortable basically i started developing my own confidence Mm -hmm. and um, the second thing i did is i started going out much more like and talk to strangers
0: okay like
1: (laughs) like on the street uh in university in library um on the weekend especially on the weekends we'll go out and talk to many people why because in this way you're like training yourself to become more confident in social situations Mm -hmm. And you're actually present and aware of the nervousness or whatever. And you're not running away from it, but you're... Oh, you, I'm nervous right now? No problem. I keep on talking. And it's just like in the gym, you know, you go and... Um, in the beginning, you're not very good, but after, you know, a couple of months, you start mm. feeling like, wow, I can talk to everybody. <laughs> and after a couple of years, yeah. it becomes part of your personality, part of your identity. And, um, and then the third thing I did is I uh, start meditation.
0: Yeah, I was was actually, yeah, I was going to ask you about this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And
1: this is like, this is like like the, 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 I think my, my, the habit that I'm most proud of, like, it's like the biggest game changer in terms of how I feel, uh, how I interact with other people, with myself, Mm -hmm. because I mean, meditation, it it has so many benefits, you know, and Mm -hmm. I'm, even one of my courses is just about meditation, because I believe that it's so powerful Mm -hmm. in terms of self-acceptance in terms of compassion, mm. in terms of um, relaxation of course, mm-hmm. and also for social skills is to basically not judge yourself and also not to care so much about what other people think about you. Mm. Because the biggest problem with social anxiety is you are thinking, what are other people thinking about me? Am I cool? Am I do they like me? Uh, you know? Yeah, and yeah. you start questioning yourself and when you meditate, you kind of like accept yourself and you don't really Yeah, you don't really not that you don't care, but it's not so important. You're like You accept yourself. So in the, you, in the new interaction, you think that the
0: other person accepts you as well. Mm. mm That's brilliant I really like that. So uh, at, at a sort of practical level then what does your meditation practice look like? What do you do? What, what are you trying to sort of think about? What are you tapping into? great question and uh, for me like once I start
1: something, and I, I f- even find it a little bit beneficial, mm-hmm. I will you know, go and explore any kind of you know, way to meditate. <laughs> so I've maybe tried hundreds of different techniques. First of all, I, I had a technical background, so I didn't really know if meditation is very scientific. But I heard there is this device called EM Wave. Um, and it's just basically a device that you plug in, you attach to your ear. Mm-hmm and you attach to your computer and it measures your heartbeat. And I realized um, that your heartbeat, my heartbeat and your heartbeat, is connected to a pattern of breathing. Oh, okay. And it was actually very interesting because it's a biofeedback device. Mm-hmm. You can see your body, how it is reacting to meditation. Wow. And uh, I started using <laughs> that and uh, I realized that the breathing, how we breathe, mm-hmm. Is directly correlated with uh, our nervous system and that when we are stressed we breathe from our chest and very just from here and very shallow Mm -hmm. but when we are relaxed we breathe from our bellies and then basically it's kind of like reverse engineering you're telling your body by breathing your from your belly you're telling your body oh i'm relaxed now and then uh, the technique was, um, it goes even further, like you concentrate on your heart, mm-hmm. so you connect with your heart more. After a month, I could feel my heartbeat cool. during meditation and, uh, and developing compassion mm-hmm. by bringing memories of, uh, you know, of joy, of love, of your family, friends. And uh, I could see the difference, like just from this basic technique, uh, I could see the difference in my everyday life, like for example, something bad will happen or something that I'll previously react very like let's say I'll be late for a meeting and I w- used to stress before. Something happens and you're late and this happens to everybody. Mm-hmm. And most people stress and I used to stress yeah. a lot as well. And and then for the first time I was late and and I was still going to the meeting, but I realized I'm not stressing about it. Which sounds simple. And it's not like that I don't care. I care about meeting. But what does stress help? It, don't, it doesn't help, right? Doesn't so really. through meditation, um, yeah, I could see this benefit and I decided, wow, if I if I can have this benefit in two months, yeah. how much deeper can it get? And I went to this meditation retreat called Vipassana. Uh-huh. It's a 10 day uh, meditation retreat where you meditate for 10 hours a day in complete silence. You don't speak to anybody, you don't look anybody in the eyes, and, uh, and this much goes much deeper. Um, and then you can explore yourself on a much you know, more subtle level, mm-hmm. You become you know, aware of the patterns that you're running, and where they're coming from, and yeah, basically for self-awareness and getting to know yourself, it's, it's a great tool.
0: Great tool yeah. Wow, that's so powerful, that's really incredible yeah yeah oh, <laughs> I definitely need to try some of that. <laughs> it's something that I don't do nearly enough of and uh, yeah, I'll definitely need to try it. awesome so I, I'd like to talk a bit um about your your actual udemy courses that you've made um because they're they're incredibly polished you know you it would look as though it's kind of scripted, but I don't think it is. I think it's just you talking. Um, naturally. Yeah. So, what's your preparation for doing the courses and, and how do you avoid slipping up or, or making errors and things? That's a great question and uh, I definitely you know developed this as a
1: skill. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, making online courses, um, it's a very interesting experience. It's, it's something that you have to realize first what is the market, what does the market need. Mm-hmm. And after that, you have to prepare the content and become like like a teacher. You want to bring your students through from a journey. Um, and and the third thing is, of course, to deliver it in an engaging way. So people actually watch the lectures and make them click to the next lecture and the next lecture and lecture lecture. Because as a teacher, you just want to make a great user experience. So people are actually entertained, but in the same time, they learn something useful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for me, uh, I remember I started making videos about about two years ago and at first I just started with my phone in my room because I just like to share I mean uh, I like to learn stuff and share with people uh, it's kind of like my passion and uh, and I will make videos with my phone I remember I was so shy I was so shy from the camera mm-hmm. I couldn't look in the camera i would stumble I'll talk I didn't know what I'm talking about and 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 I joined this group it's actually a Facebook group And if anybody interested maybe we can put the link it's called the 365 video challenge and it's for people who want to learn to get good on camera Mm -hmm. and they just post a video every single day and we had different topics and and it basically like everything else in life you do it more and more and more and more and more and suddenly you learn how to do it like it becomes like at first it's difficult because it's a new skill but after time it becomes yeah, you become unconsciously competent yeah, and you yeah. can just keep on talking and talking and talking. <laughs> so how we prepare the courses is we, of course, we know the structure of the course. Uh, we know the, the different lectures and we have bullet, point pro, uh, bullet points. In the beginning, uh, I will script the whole lecture and I'll read it and try to memorize it and then freestyle. Nowadays, I have just a couple of bullet points and because it became a, a skill, now I can just talk and connect them and you know, freestyle more. Mm. But uh, yeah, in the beginning, I think it's better to prepare. <laughs> yeah,
0: definitely. Excellent, excellent. So it's really interesting, I suppose, your journey reflecting back, because you started out with um, uh, you, you know, be, being a sort of a, an engineer, you know, a yeah. rocket, rocket scientist basically, and then kind of advancing, and you now um, relate to the label of being an entrepreneur. So, maybe talk us through that, that journey and how you eventually realized that actually an entrepreneur was the thing that you really wanted to do. Hmm.
1: Great question. Well,
0: I've been an entrepreneur
1: for about a year right now. Mm-hmm. So, I consider myself a baby entrepreneur. <laughs> just, just starting right now and I realize in this one year, I realize how much I don't know. So, I'm not, definitely not an expert, you know, I've never built a company making uh, hundreds of thousands of, or millions mm-hmm. or I have never employed you know I have just worked with one or two people helping me but I've never employed many employees so I am not an expert on this topic okay however I know what I know is that I really want to become good at it mm-hmm. and this is what I want to do so when I was studying engineering I mean when you study something like that you pretty quickly realize if you're going to be the next engineer who is building the spaceship to go to Mars. <laughs> yeah. you know. And I realized I'm not going to be one of those guys. Um, it just, it's, just, it's just you have to be have the genetics for that mm-hmm. um, or the aptitude or the inclination. doesn't matter how hard I studied, I, I always will be an average engineer. Um, but I knew that with my social skills, because I've developed them, I knew that this is my key to success. Um, I just didn't know how to use it, and and I realized also after I graduated from my bachelor's, I realized now is the time to explore and to, to try different things and to, you know, see is it business for me, is this work for me, what I want to do with my life. Like many other young people, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I see so many people graduating, they don't have any idea what they want to do.
0: Yeah.
1: And, and I didn't want to be in that space. I wanted to, to find out as quick as possible, because if I find the right direction, then I don't know, I'll have to find this kind of people, I'll have to find this kind of mentors, but I just needed the direction. So I actually started following this guy called Ty Lopez.
0: Ah, okay, yeah. <laughs>
1: now he's a very famous on- online uh, entrepreneur and uh, he's dominating on social media. But when I found him, he was just starting and he didn't have many followers. Actually, I was one of his first students in one of his programs. Wow. And uh, it was called the 67 steps. Yeah. It's basically 67 videos and one of the first videos he was saying that you have to know yourself. And and I was like, wow, I, I don't really know myself. You know, he was asking all these questions, you know, like, where did you grow up around? What kind of people? What was your family doing? What is your background? What is your passions? Mm-hmm. And, and then he was talking about this thing. He calls it the Eulerian destiny. And he says basically what you're supposed to be doing in your life. And if you're online with that. And I realized at that time, I was not aligned with what I'm good at. <laughs> yeah. I was not working for my strengths. Uh it's a great book he recommended. Um I don't remember the name. Uh Knowing Oneself. Y- yeah, Peter Is it Peter Drucker? Peter Drucker, yeah, Knowing yeah.
0: Oneself. Yeah.
1: And and I read this book, it's a very short book. I realized, wow, I've been operating from my weaknesses. Mm. You know? And he said the only way to win is if you operate from your strengths. And and he was talking how important it is to uh, you know analyze yourself. Mm-hmm. What do you like to do? What other people compliment you on? And what people really compliment me on is always when I go to a party or a social situation that I can meet everybody yeah. and that I can introduce people and that I remember small things about them and that I always had a great mentor. So I realized, okay, I started listening, paying attention.
0: Mm.
1: And this is what I uh, like when now people come to me. I mean, i mean a little bit younger than me you know i'm i'm 27 right now Mm -hmm. maybe people when they're in their 20 21 22 and they're wondering uh this advice i give them you know like start paying attention to your strengths what are you good at and many people don't know (laughs) you know (laughs) and and they're doing something because they're doing it because they think that there's going to be a lot of money in that but Mm -hmm. if they're not operating from their strengths or their passion Mm -hmm. they're yeah they're going to lose so for me yeah in short i I started, you know, learning about entrepreneurship by doing, and you know, making these video courses, preparing. And once I started earning money from that, I realized people are paying money for my course. <laughs> I thought I'm nobody, you know. Like, I, I thought I, when I tried, I tried it as an experiment. I thought this will never sell. You know, <laughs> nobody will ever ever buy my course. And I think most people don't even try something because, yeah. But for me, when I, I saw this first sale, I realized, wow, if I don't know anything about this and I do it as an experiment and I can earn money, mm-hmm. what will happen if I dedicate a couple of years of my life, learn from the best people, improve, even learn even more about what my strengths are and even develop even more? I mean, what can happen then? I thought, wow, I can maybe engineer my own life and I, awesome. you know, the life of my dreams. Yeah. And um, yeah, I'm just moving in that direction, and
0: then every day learning something new. Yeah, that's brilliant. That's so brilliant. yeah, if what Ty says is absolutely true, and um, you know, I think probably a lot of people aren't um, kind of introspective enough. They don't think about their their strengths and kind of matching that with the things that they're doing. They kind of fall into, I suppose, acceptance that yeah. their their situation is what it is, and and they don't have full control of it. It's like they're being driven by their their life and um, rather than them being the driver <laughs> so yeah mm. that's some some great advice excellent thank you so it would be, be it would be really good at this stage I suppose, to kind of peel back your you know martin a little bit and find out really about the things that makes you tick and and i suppose some of your future goals as well sure. so what you were talking about there where do you see your future where where do you want to go that's a
1: great question <laughs> and uh <laughs> My mentor, Peter Sage, always says that if you don't set your own goals, uh, you're going to end up working for somebody else who has done that for himself. Yeah. <laughs> so for me, uh, now I have the two mentors, Peter Sage and Jimmy Naray. Both of them have online brand. Mm-hmm. Both of them make uh, videos. They're educating. They're sharing knowledge. And I realized that my strengths are those two things. Finding you know, interesting and successful people and connecting with them. And I love also just like you to have conversations with them to get yeah. to know them. What makes them tick? Mm-hmm. That's why I also interviewed Don Watson and uh, and Tim because they have fascinating stories. Mm-hmm. So I want to meet more of those people. I want to meet them all. And I and I think this is the biggest the biggest uh, the biggest difference is that most people they, they don't believe that they can meet famous or successful people, <laughs> and that's why they don't do it. They If I tell you, you can meet, let's say, Brad Pitt, you know, most people will think that they cannot do that because I guess they believe that uh, Brad Pitt is maybe made from something different. So for me, I know that I can meet all of those people. It's just a matter of time. And uh, I'm very curious how they live, what they think, how they believe and what makes them, you know, who they are. So this is one of my drivers. And the other driver that I have is I like to be self-employed, travel and make projects with, you know, amazing people. Like when I worked with Jimmy and with his crew, I mean, it was fascinating. You know, we work with professional people and you're doing something that you care about. Mm -hmm. So I just want to keep on doing that. (laughs) I want to, to make projects, whether that will be information products, whether that will be some educational program in, I don't know, in a school somewhere. It doesn't really matter as long as i'm interested and curious about this topic Mm -hmm. and i'm working with great people so this is kind of the direction now what is going to happen like we talked last night uh you know two years ago you were pretty sure that you're heading that way yeah yeah (laughs) and now you're heading in a totally different way yes so i think the direction for now i know what's the direction what is it going to bring me i really don't know Uh to be honest yeah. But I'm open and I'm open to learn from from everybody mm-hmm. and to correct on the way. So if I believe this is the right way and I find out from you know experience or the market or whatever this is not really the right way. Yeah. I'm open to you know improve. And uh, basically my goal at this moment is to have a life where I'm able to travel if I want to travel mm-hmm. um, where I don't, worry about money it's not even an issue and I'm working on projects that I'm passionate about this is kind of like my um general drivers and direction but not really yeah. specific as you can see yeah because everything changes
0: <laughs> yeah yeah that's awesome it's very much I suppose um living in, in almost like a flow state and just allowing things to, to kind of pan out I suppose as they do and not stressing about it and not trying to Um, kind of shape or mold your own future it's just to live it and just allow it to unfold yeah definitely
1: definitely i mean i guess the biggest drive for me is freedom Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and and i don't mean freedom like from responsibilities but i believe that now with the internet um and the the opportunities that we have in the 21st century Mm -hmm. the possibility and opportunities out there to create a life of your dreams i mean I don't believe that in my parents' lifetime or uh, when they were my age, in yeah. a communistic Bulgaria, they could even dream about it. It's not even on the map, mm-hmm. but right now it's in the menu. Yeah. Does it take <laughs> a lot of hard work? It does. Um, is it risky? It is. Uh, is it easy? Not necessarily, but it's definitely on the menu. And I'm thinking, man, I'm right now in my twenties. I have energy. Yeah. I should go for that <laughs> and if it works, probably it do, but is there a chance that it wouldn't? Yes, but at least I'm passionate about it and uh, I know I can put my heart and soul and not put that energy in somebody else's project
0: mm-hmm.
1: or somebody else's dream or a corporation. And if it doesn't work, well, then, you know, I can maybe do that, but <laughs> for right now I want to go 100% for that. Yeah.
0: Fantastic, that's it's a really good message and anyone who's listening who uh, is a sort of similar age to yourself it's, it's definitely a an approach that would be worthwhile pursuing before it's too late Excellent, excellent. Yeah. So so how, how do you define success then? What, what does that look like to you? Well, that also changes like I think
1: if you ask me what is success when I was 18 I may will tell you When I graduate my university, I'm successful. (laughs) When I graduated from university, did I feel successful? Not really. Um, And how does it feel right now uh, at at my age and at my current stage? I feel if I'm able to, you know, create this kind of lifestyle Mm -hmm. where I have the freedom to decide and to choose and not be, you know, guided from, from external force But to be able to have this autonomy, basically, Mm -hmm. to decide, okay, where do I want to live? I move to this country. Do I want to work on this project? Yes, I want. Or do I like it? No, I don't. If I have this ability to choose and also have um, great people, I mean, great people, I mean, not great people as famous people or successful people or whatever, but just people that, you know, we are having great conversations or we have a great connection. And I feel loved and you know and and i'm uh, you know able to spend time with my family as well uh but also to grow and develop you know to 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 learn new things and to become better and to to share it with others and to help them as well mm-hmm. i mean this is like higher goals right mm-hmm. first, we want to take care of you know our needs yeah but then this of course when you care, take care of your needs you want to Make something else for other people. Inspire them. Edinburgh Inspired.
0: Yeah, yeah. You see? You, you want to <laughs> share and
1: you want to give. Yeah. So I think if I'm able to live this kind of life, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to do it even right now, not to wait until one day,
0: mm. I feel successful. Yeah. That's brilliant. Yeah. Cool, cool. What, what's the best piece of advice you've ever received? Hmm, good question.
1: I remember one advice which really 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 has changed the course of my life and it was from my first mentor i told you i was breakdancing and um, my mentor was really experienced and really really good and he always told me because i used to practice i used to practice a lot i used to practice five six days a week but he told me that i have to go to competitions and when i go to let's say a breakdance party or a breakdance competition i have to Expose myself and go in this circle. Imagine a group of breakdancers, all of them very good. And me as a beginner, go inside, go inside, don't think, go inside. And uh, this attitude of, you know, challenging yourself uh, and putting yourself uh, in difficult situations, because nowadays I don't think it's really necessary to do that, you know, Mm -hmm. you can very easily coast and, you know, um, let's say finish school. Go to university, not really, you know, speak up or do anything for yourself, but just be quiet and safe, and then go do a normal job, and not really, you know, stand out, fit in the crowd, and and this applies for everything. When I was breakdancing, I want to just be safe. I don't want to be judged. I don't want you know, other people to think something. Oh, look at this beginner guy, you know. <laughs> but what he with this piece of advice, I what I didn't really understand is that first of all, other people really care, you know. Even if I go there and, and I suck, they, they'll forget yeah. about me. So I realized a lot people don't really care. And that the way to, to really, you know, progress or grow is by challenging yourself in difficult situation. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, right now it will be, you know, to be in front of a camera, right? Or to do this interview. It, mm-hmm. it was a challenge for me. I mean, <laughs> you said you want to fly in and, and of course you feel this, all. Oh, we never met before. Yeah, you know, flying in here, you know, you're gonna ask me questions. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to answer or contribute or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, wow, it's a challenge. Let's follow this feeling. <laughs> okay. And let's let's do it. Let's take action. Yeah. So in in two words, it's take action. Mm-hmm. But it's always you know,
0: you know, more difficult than just being said that, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. But for me, this was a
0: game changer. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I suppose pushing yourself out of your comfort zone and going to where the fear is because that's where, where growth is going to happen. Um, if you just stay within your, your comfort zones, you're just going to remain the same. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah.
1: And it's our natural inclination. We want yes. to stay the same. We don't want to change.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: But <laughs> if I want this kind of lifestyle <gasps> or whatever, I will have to change in order to, to, to be able,
0: yeah. yeah. Yeah, excellent. What would you do if you knew you couldn't fail?
1: wow <laughs> that's a great question that's a great question i guess i guess i'll start some kind of more much more ambitious project that i'm doing right now what i'm doing right now it might sound ambitious for some people or to me myself but i'll definitely I want to send something bigger, for example, one of my biggest inspirations is Elon Musk.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: <laughs> and his goal is not to have an uh, online brand and travel the world. Uh-huh. His goal is to make the human species multi-planetary. Or everybody to drive electric cars yeah. or to make rockets and send them, you know, to different planets. And I'm thinking, wow. <laughs> wow, this is big thinking. Yeah. I'm still pretty limited in my, you know, thinking big capacity compared to him. Uh, So I guess it will be some kind of a world project which will really make a big difference, you know, on a global scale. Mm -hmm. This will, uh, will but until then,
0: I guess I'll do it just step by step. (laughs) That's brilliant. It's a really good answer. I like that a lot. Hmm. Excellent. So, in terms of spending time around people, who are the types of people that you enjoy spending time with at the moment? Hmm. Well, one,
1: one is definitely entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they usually, yeah, I mean, they're, they're taking risks. You know, they're mm-hmm. not conforming to the status quo. Mm-hmm. If they have an idea for a project, they just uh, find a way to make it happen. Mm-hmm. So, this kind of people, uh, because this is the direction I'm moving towards. I try to spend time also with people who are went through a personal transformation in certain sense that maybe they had certain pains and issues or some kind of traumas but they kind of overcame that yeah like don watson for example or i have other friends because i believe that we all have some kind of you know insecurity or trauma and if other people can uh, solve it for themselves i want to learn from them. How do they do it? How do they become complete? And they're not seeking something from the outside world. So, I have friends like that. So, maybe many of them will be spiritual. Mm-hmm. And many of them will be trying different things like meditation or some kind of psychedelic medicine, in order to, you know, look more deeper inside of themselves. Mm-hmm. So, I like these kind of people. And I have friends like that. Um, I like people who actually like to do adventures and like to, to do cool stuff. Like they, <laughs> they, they will be like, hey, let's go to, to do this, you know, like, let's go to Edinburgh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I like to, you know, like I like this kind of diversity uh-huh. and, um, and definitely, yeah, this, this will be like this. People who want to do something for themselves in terms of business or their own projects, self-driven, proactive people who care about their own feelings and they want to you know hum- some heal themselves mm-hmm. um, and they're doing that and people who are open for new interesting stuff yeah, yeah In summary.
0: that's great i'd like to to speak a bit about don watson Um sure. for anyone that doesn't know who don watson is she was on the tony robbins program uh, i am not your guru and i think the question that he originally asked the audience was is there anyone here that's considering suicide and she was the one of the people that stood up and kind of put her hand up and her story in short was that she was part of a cult called I think it was uh, children of God something like that Um, and she was sexually abused um, throughout her her sort of childhood and um, her her entire youth Um, and it's such a powerful and moving part in the program and it's just her, her story is just incredible and her strength and bravery to overcome it. So how was your conversation with her and what are some of the things I suppose you've learned or taken away from that? Yeah, I mean,
1: first of all, conversation with her was like uh, with another human being, you know, just like our conversation. Mm-hmm. Dawn is still a person, mm-hmm. however, a very interesting person because, I mean, she has been through most like through such excruciating like pain and confusion that most of us will never ever have to go through Mm -hmm. and she went through that and she found a way to make sense of this you know difficulties and this dark side of her life in order to right now be shining example for others Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. seeing her and talking with her and realizing how she's been able to basically take so much pain that most people will be victims all their life and they'll be blaming the people who made the pain to them like uh, they'll say oh they raped me and i did that and that's because of them i'm like this and she on the other hand she was able to forgive them she was able to um, realize that they're just like me and you they're human beings and they're able to make mistakes Mm -hmm. and everybody has a good side and a bad side and um, this this level of Forgiveness for me, was so astonishing like I mean, I personally have people in my life who have done something wrong Not to even you know, even any closer to this extent mm-hmm. and I still hold a grudge like hmm. I'm like I wish this guy didn't do that. You know, I helped him and he you know, like did did to me like how could he do that? <laughs> and and I feel bad inside and, and in same way I'm talking to her and I mean it's, it's such things to her and she doesn't have anything like that inside of her mm. only love and i mean it's almost like talking not to a saint but to somebody his level of forgiveness is like nothing i have ever personally met yeah. and and seeing that and that there is people like her it was so moving and i was like wow i should also strive to be more forgiving so now I'm very curious how I can do that yeah and Lauren um, is a great person she's, she's full of love and so positive although that she's been through'
0: this kind of yeah a mm-hmm. bringing mm-hmm. what what do you think is is your own purpose in life my purpose yeah my purpose like think is like
1: the purpose of everybody else and and that is to to find what is my gift, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you call, they call it strength, you can call it, you know, uniqueness, mm-hmm. um, and to really li- really live through that. Because I think if we find that and we use it for the good, we are um, basically helping ourselves, mm-hmm. but also helping the world. And for everybody, it's different. That's that's the beauty of it, you know, and I think so many people uh, live a life and they never ever or tap into that or use it or you know I mean, so many maybe great architects who never became an architect <laughs> I had a, a, a housemate in college and I mean this guy he, how he was drawing was incredible like people architects will come to visit us and they'll see his drawings they'll be like wow but he never went to study architecture because his parents told him that it's not a good career did mm-hmm. his cart and soul were there and he knew and he didn't have the courage to follow it mm-hmm. so finding what you're good at and then having the courage to to follow this through because imagine in terms of, of his case if he f- really had the support or the permission for his parents or he had the courage to follow what he was passionate about mm-hmm. he could make great mm-hmm. buildings and yeah. and he'll feel great because he's doing that and also other people who see the buildings will feel the same for me, the same way. Um, my my uh, strength is definitely not mathematics and building rockets. <laughs> and my strength is definitely not, you know, analytics and maybe making calculations and working in banking world or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: my strength is basically people. Um, I'm a people's person and inspiring others. I used to do that since I was a kid. Uh, in school, you know, if I see somebody who doesn't feel very motivated, I, I like to inspire them. Yeah. And now I'm finding real strategies and real tools which really help me, you know, overcome you know social anxiety and I and different things. And I think, wow, for example, with the meditation, it really helped me. I, I've been meditating for the last three, four years, almost every single day. Mm-hmm. And so many young people don't know anything about meditation, or they think that. Uh, Meditation is this thing for the monks or for, you know People in the caves. or I don't know Indians and I think meditation is for everybody and And I think wow I can use my personality Mm -hmm. To spread this thing that I found is super beneficial So basically I'm doing something I'm passionate about and in the same time because I'm operating from my strength, I'm inspiring others Yeah and i think it's going to be changing and evolving but just like picasso for example he started painting when he was a kid Mm -hmm. and he did the whole his life or he did different paintings and different styles and whatever but he found what what he's good at and he just developed it and developed and developed it Mm -hmm. and he became a master Mm -hmm. and i think now i found it you know at the age of 25 let's say this this you know gift or whatever you call it and if i keep on developing it it will contribute me because I'll be in flow, right? Mm -hmm. And also other people, because, yeah, I mean, they'll be entertained. um, They'll learn something useful. And, yeah, just trying to keep to this core and to to develop it even further.
0: Yeah. So mastery and inspiring others. (laughs) I like it. (laughs) That's brilliant. So if you could uh, have a conversation with the the 20-year-old Martin, what would you say to him?
1: Wow, it will be 20 years, uh, seven years ago I just arrived to the Netherlands. Um, I will of course, I'll sit down and have a, a conversation with him. I will be very compassionate. Martin that that time was very hard on himself, um, unconsciously, unconsciously you know, pushing himself so much, like, I've just arrived to the Netherlands, a foreign country. Um, I uh, was studying aerospace engineering, something extremely difficult, and, and there were so many opportunities suddenly. I was learning the Dutch language, um, I signed up for different courses, uh, sports, I want to do everything. Mm-hmm. And I was putting so much pressure on myself, because I have never seen these kind of opportunities, and now I had everything. And I'll try to, to, to friendly, give him a friendly advice that he doesn't have to be so hard on himself. And to be a little bit patient. Hmm. And to tell him that everything is going to be all right. Mm-hmm. Because I guess he was scared and he didn't know what will happen in his life. And I said, everything will happen when it's the right time. But don't try to force it. Don't try to push yourself so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Kind of like that. It's a very friendly
0: conversation. Yeah. That's cool like it. If you could change anything in the world, what would you change? Hmm. Hmm. Hmm.
1: It wouldn't be it wouldn't be I guess it would be like a small change. But what I think is really missing or at least I missed that. Um it's this thing about self compassion I never learned about it you know I don't think anybody's teaching that Mm -hmm. or kind of like practical psychology you know the things that I'm curious about I wish I have studied that in school Mm -hmm. I wish there was a course on meditation um, introspection I wish there was I wish there was something to, to teach me how I can understand what's driving me um, and I, if I could, you know, develop some kind of a program where students will find what, they're, what they like or what they're good at and like be direct in that direction mm-hmm. and in the same time helping themselves, um, yeah, learning what they need, if that is, you know, love from the, for themselves um, so they can feel complete. I think so. many people feel incomplete and that's why they're chasing, like Peter Sage says, rabbits. Yeah. They're chasing the next goal <laughs> and the next success and the next career, the next whatever and uh, feeling unfulfilled. So if people can understand more about what's driving them. So I guess it would be some kind of um, a way of realizing who you are as a person, knowing yourself mm-hmm. and also what you need and giving yourself that. And maybe it will be just a a course in um, school curriculum. But I think if people realize that on a global level, they can become better to themselves and then to others. Mm
0: -hmm. It will be a small change, but yeah. That's brilliant. That's such a great answer. Awesome. Martin, this has been a a fantastic interview. I've loved every minute. It's been great getting to know you. Um, I think you've given some fantastic uh, sort of tips and actionable pieces of advice but i feel as though i've really got a sense of who the real you is um and you're, you're such an awesome person and genuinely i've loved spending time around you and i really hope we keep in touch
1: of so. course let, <laughs> and uh, thank you very much for having me here and uh, and doing this project because i think you're going to inspire many many people in the years to come <laughs> and congratulations on following your passion it's great to be your first guest where you're interviewing by yourself yeah and i yeah. can't wait to see all the other interviews you're going to record
0: awesome thank you so much martin yeah brilliant thanks